Hey, I'm Courtney. And I'm Amanda. And this is A Nefarious Nightmare, now officially partnered with Darkcast Network. We cover true crime and the paranormal. We raise awareness about the senseless acts committed against victims. We won't go easy on the offenders, but show serious empathy to the victims. And sometimes we dive into some weird topics outside of true crime, like the paranormal or even conspiracy theories. Our listeners are definitely the best, and we are their biggest fans. So join us. Come on in. All are welcome. Let's dive into these cases. You can find us on any podcast platform and on YouTube. Be sure to find us, hit subscribe, and share us with your friends. We do have great life advice, such as don't be a Richard. Yes, (laughs) and wear deodorant. We don't want to smell you. But all are welcome to a nefarious nightmare. Why, hello. My name is Ebony, and welcome to part six of the film Spark special, The Story of the Blair Witch. This is a seven-part special to break down and deep dive into the lore of the Blair Witch and the associated films. This is part six, where I discuss the latest installment of the series, Blair Witch, from 2016, and Blair Witch, the video game. So grab a snacky snack and get comfy as we dive down into part six of the Blair Witch rabbit hole. What is The Blair Witch 2016? Blair Witch is a 2016 found footage supernatural horror film directed by Adam Wingard and written by Simon Barrett. It is the third film in the Blair Witch series and a direct sequel to the 1999 film The Blair Witch Project, while ignoring the events of its 2000 follow-up film Book of Shadows Blair Witch 2, given the events of that film being a film within a film. It stars James Allen McCune, Kaylee Hernandez, Brandon Scott, Corbin Reed, Valerie Curry, and Wes Robinson. The film follows a group of college students and their local guides who venture into the Black Hills Forest in Maryland to uncover the mysteries surrounding the prior disappearance of Heather Donahue, the sister of one of the characters. Plot. In 2014, James Donahue finds a video on YouTube containing an image of a woman he believes to be his sister Heather, who disappeared back in 1994 near Burkersville, Maryland, while investigating the legend of the Blair Witch. He decides to travel to the woods to find out the truth, accompanied by his friend Peter Jones, Peter's girlfriend Ashley Bennett, and film student Lisa Arlington, who wants to film James's search as a documentary called The Absence of Closure. Locals Talia and Lane, who found and uploaded the video, say they will show the group the location that they found the tape on the condition they can join them. It's not long before the group experienced different phenomenon and the presence leads them to the house Heather disappeared in back in 1994. With many twists and turns along the way, can the group find out the truth and put an end to the Blair Witch story for once and for all? Development While promoting VHS 2 in 2013 at the Sundance Film Festival, director Adam Wingard and writer Simon Barrett run into the original Blair Witch Project co-filmmaker Eduardo Sanchez and producer Greg Hale. They asked them why there were no more Blair Witch films, 
although nothing came of the meeting at the time, a few months later Wingard and Barrett were asked to meet with Lionsgate Films to potentially work on a secret project. Barrett recalled that in the initial pitch meeting Lionsgate had already crafted a story for a new Blair Witch film and simply asked if they would be interested in making it. Barrett said that the only thing I really pitched was the other characters. They'd originally conceived the film as more similar to the first, following its narrative fairly closely with only three of four characters. I think what I wanted more characters to give us more scare sequences. I also wanted a unique dynamic within the group from the start. So I pitched the idea of introducing some Burkittsville locals to the group. Barrett would later note that the team found the f- found footage genre more challenging as they have only previously worked with it in the anthology VHS films. Barrett noted that with the VHS series there was an inherent entertainment value where the segments were never meant to feel entirely real, an element that did not work for the Blair Witch series. Speaking on the issue to Bloody Disgusting, Barrett said that even if our scares didn't work in VHS, Hopefully people would still be entertained, and if they weren't, well, another short would start in a few minutes. He added that if a scare did not work in Blair Witch, we'd have nothing to fall back on. We'd just have failed completely and publicly. To prevent this from happening, Barrett and Wingard extensively went over each scare to discover why it was scary and how the audience would react to it. For some sequences, multiple approaches were tried differently to give them options in the editing room. In April 2022, Lionsgate announced a new film as a reboot of the series to be in development. Blair Witch Project vs. The Blair Witch 2016 Prior to the film's premiere at the 2016 San Diego Comic-Con International, the fact that the film was a Blair Witch sequel remained a closely guarded secret as the film was shot under the title The Woods. According to the film's writer Barrett, the film's secrecy was done to prevent backlash among internet commenters, who the filmmakers felt would react negatively to the news of a reboot. Prior to the official premiere, Lionsgate went as far as to release a trailer for the film incorporating actual footage, while still keeping the film's lineage a secret. The film was still publicly known as The Woods, even at Comic-Con, prior to its first screening with io9 reporting that the initial theatre for the screening was filled with posters for the fake film. After the screening, during which audiences realised that the film was a sequel, all the promotional material in the theatre was changed to reflect the film's actual title. Pacing The first third of the Blair Witch Project isn't particularly eventful, but it's never boring. The interviews with the local townsfolk, along with the introductions of our soon-to-be-stranded protagonists, establish a subtly foreboding atmosphere. In the first few scenes, after the trio find themselves lost, they're more annoyed than scared, but that changes with each night they're forced to spend in the woods. The slow and steady pace of the group's descent into hopelessness creates a suffocating sense of inevitability that remains just as, if not more effective, on repeat viewings. Blair Witch 2016 is efficient in its setup, quickly introducing the cast of characters and setting them into the woods soon after. But aside from a few minor occurrences early on, the horror element goes from 0 to 100 about 40% of the way through. And due to some time bending on the witch's part, the movie takes place at night for the rest of its running time. 
The original's daytime scenes provided a necessary breather from the intense nighttime sequences, but also produced an existential horror of their own. Blair Witch 2016 doesn't allow its characters any time to contemplate their situation, depriving the audience of the brutal but all-too-real arguments that made the original so terrifying. The Witch's Abilities The Witch's intangibility in the Blair Witch Project is a perfect example of the terror that comes from suggestion. All of the Witch's physical activity, be it placing stones and stick men at the campsite or covering Josh's backpack in slime, happens off-screen. The closest she gets to physical contact with the main character are the attacks on the tents, and even then there's nothing inherently supernatural about them. In Blair Witch 2016, issues the subtle interactions of the first movie, making the witch a powerful, distinctly physical presence. She pushes down trees, pulls tents into the air, infects feet with slithering creatures, and gruesomely controls a girl to death. These over-the-top displays of strength give the movie a campy Final Destination vibe at times, and quickly outstays their welcome. Human Characteristics the Blair Witch Project is painfully intimate with a cast of three for most of its running time. Each actor is wholly believable in his or her role, due in part to the largely improvised dialogue. And thanks to the rawness of the three central performances, the group's deteriorating mental states and increasingly hostile exchanges are nightmares unto themselves. The moments when Heather discovers Josh's remains, or when Mike gleefully admits what he did with the map are all more horrific because we believe they're real people. Blair Witch 2016 takes the Saw 2 approach to a horror sequel, the same thing but with more people. But while Saw 2's larger cast made it enjoyable, Blair Witch's 2016 is a mark against it. The characters are likeable but forgettable, and their deaths lack the devastating impact of those in the original. The Witch in the original film, we never see the witch in any way, shape, or form. All we get is locals' chilling description of a woman covered in horse-like hair from head to toe, and even this is never confirmed. The filmmakers understood that the idea of the Blair Witch was far more terrifying than any creature effect could ever hope to be. However, in Blair Witch 2016, we see the witch. Admittedly, we only get brief glimpses, but there's still far too much. By attaching a solid physical appearance to what was previously a haunting myth, the new version sacrifices any lasting fear for a fleeting jump scare. Blair Witch, the video game. Blair Witch is a survival horror game developed by Bloober Team based on the Blair Witch series of horror films. It was published by Lionsgate Games for Microsoft Windows, Xbox One, and Xbox Game Pass on August 30, 2019. The game is set in 1996, two years after the events of the Blair Witch Project. The game follows former police officer Alice Lynch as he joins the search of the Black Hills Forest for a missing boy. The game was later ported to PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, Oculus Quest and Quest 2, and Amazon Luna throughout 2019 to 21. The game focuses on survival horror mechanics and stealth and is played from a first-person perspective, requiring the player to use items such as a camera, cell phone, flashlight or Alice's dog, bullet to track 
and follow the trail of missing nine-year-old Peter Shannon while fending off shadowy creatures. Along the way, players will find strange wooden dolls, photographs and cassette tapes and will also be tasked with the solving puzzles. Like the film, it integrates the found footage subgenre with the gameplay and story, often through the use of cassette tapes. The plot. In 1996, two years after the events of the first film, veteran and former police officer Alice Lynch, voiced by Joseph May, alongside his dog Bullet, travels to Black Hills Forest in Burkittsville, Maryland, to join the search party for missing nine-year-old Peter Shannon. During his search, he regularly contacts search party leader and close friend, Sheriff Emmett Lanning, who was concerned about Alice's PTSD and mental health. Prior to the game's events, Alice had a traumatic childhood riddled with psychological issues. After experiencing disassociative amnesia, he also forgets his childhood best friend, who went missing in Black Hills Forest. As an adult, he was encouraged by his colonel father to enlist in the military, However, the Gulf War worsened his mental state after witnessing his squad's death and accidentally killing an innocent woman. After his discharge, he marries a woman named Jess and becomes a police officer. But a PTSD episode causes him to accidentally kill a burglar, Peter's brother Adam. Jess separates from Alice and Lanning gives him Bullet to help cope with his trauma. Upon hearing about Peter's disappearance, he joins the search party to relieve his guilt over killing Adam. After finding Peter's hat and following his scent, Alice and Bullet reach a campsite where Alice finds a working camcorder before blackening out and waking up to the night falling. Alice realises he could use the camera and recovered tapes to manipulate reality and time around him. Although he agrees with Lenning to rendezvous at the campsite, he decides to continue so Bullet would not lose Peter's scent. Alice and Bullet eventually arrive at a crooked white tree with black vines, and they are attacked by several silhouetted creatures, with the option to scare them off with his flashlight. He discovers a tape that shows Peter's abduction by a mysterious figure. The two find a broken down truck that suddenly become Lanning's police vehicle. Inside they see a police report of a missing lumberer named Todd McKinnon, with the report showing that they have moved forward in time to the year 2000. A mysterious voice on the radio advises them to turn on the lights, which transports them to the next morning. They find Lanning dead with another tape showing his murder by Peter's abductor. As they continue with their search, Alice continues to black out and recover in the campsite, often experiencing erratic time jumps and nightmares reliving his traumatic past. He manages to find himself in a lumber mill where he decides to call Jess one last time, and declines Jess's suggestion to back out from the search. He discovers the corpse of McKinnon, who had been murdered by Peter's kidnapper. He finally confronts the abductor, a dishevelled man named Carver, who talks about a mysterious her, and stresses that Peter must die because it's her will, as he knocks out Alice. Alice awakens in the decaying campsite sometime in the future, where Carver instructs Alice to locate the white tree, make an effigy, and kill Bullet. Alice refuses to kill his dog, and Bullet runs off, but is later found injured. But Alice's attempts to rescue his dog is in vain as he passes out and wakes up with Bullet disappearing. After taunting him with Bullet's supposed death, Carver leaves a videotape that Alice uses to transport to a 
decrepit house, where he is haunted by a woman's voice and sees visions where he could kill Lanning and McKinnon. He manages to make his way to the basement but does not find Peter. A trapdoor leads him to Carver who reveals himself to be an alternate, older Alice. After Alice had separated from Jess, he travelled with Bullet to the forest to live in isolation, where he was driven insane by the Blair Witch and became subservient to her instructions to kill. With the forest transporting him to different time periods, he was responsible for abducting and killing his childhood friend, and later abducting Peter, which led the younger Alice to the forest. Multiple endings and outcomes occur from Alice's actions. If Bullet is treated well, he survives the events, but will die if he is mistreated. If he kills Carver, Lanning, or McKinnon, he completes his transformation into Carver and Bullet leaves in fear, causing a time loop. If he lets Carver mortally wound him, Carver ceases to exist, finally breaking the cycle. He dies with Bullet either leaving him or staying with him at his last moments, with his body later found by Jess and the search party. Lanning and McKinnon's bodies will either remain missing or be discovered, while Peter is either missing found dead or found alive and safely brought back to his family. Gameplay As with previous Bloober Team games, Blair Witch is a single-player, first-person survival horror game. The player controls former officer and veteran Alice Lynch, who joins a search party for a missing boy in the Black Hills Forest. The game plays out in a semi-open world, making players explore different parts of the areas which can sometimes lead to abandoned structures, campsites, or little crevices that only Bullet can access. Along the way, they find themselves or find items such as wooden dolls, Polaroids of missing people, dog tags, and psychiatrist notes, which are stored in the backpack. Also stored in the backpack are dog treats, which can be fed to Bullet. Sometimes areas can be blocked off by a log or a door and are only accessible by solving a puzzle or by collecting several items that opens or operates. For example, a steam donkey. It may also require the player to find cassette tapes. There are two types, red and blue. The red tape allows players to manipulate and rewind time to move objects that have been locked or moved in place, while the blue tape tells more of the story. These tapes can be accessed via the camcorder. While in the forest, Alice will remain reminisce about his past through the use of several devices, a cell phone and a walkie-talkie. Whenever a call is received, the player can choose to accept or reject. The decision chosen will directly affect the game's conclusion as well. Messages and voicemails will also pop up occasionally. Players can access them in the menu. Also in the phone's menu are the popular 2D games Snake and Astro Blaster, which can be played at any point throughout the game. A major element of gameplay is Alice's dog Bullet. The player is able to interact with the dog through a command menu. There are five commands, Stay, Stay Close, Reprimand, Pet, and Seek. The latter serves as an integral part of the gameplay, as items found throughout allow Bullet to track the scent of certain objects, or the general direction of where to go. During combat, Bullet serves as an indicator when forest creatures, resembling the one from the second film, attack the player and will bark when they are close by. The player can defend themselves by shining their flashlight towards the creatures. Another feature with Bullet is the psychological state of Alice. It is crucial for the player to keep Bullet close to them at all times, as being separated from him for some time can affect the state of the character.
The game's ending is dependent on the relationship between the player and the dog, accounting for the actions the player has done. The game roughly takes up to six hours to complete with the possibility of four endings and additional secret ending. Reception Blair Witch received mixed or average reviews according to review aggregator Metacritic. Alex Spencer of PC Gamer called Blair Witch an interesting horror game that never manages to escape the shadow of its 90s inspiration, but criticised it for not developing some of the mechanics further. Writing for GameSpot, Alessandro Vavosa praised the game's atmosphere and sound design, but was critically saying that Blair Witch does not have a complex tale. In addition, calling the story twists as predictable. Jeff Cork of Game Informer echoed similar prose, but criticised the enemy encounters and its inconsistency. Destructoid's Patrick Hancock commented that Blair Witch sufficiently blends regular scares with psychological horror, but noted the abundant amount of jump scares that became annoying and noticeable. The game's atmosphere and sound design were highlighted positively by Polygon editor Cass Marshall, calling the atmosphere of the forest satisfying, and said the developer Bloober team created an ominous, intimidating forest that looks haunted, but noted that occasionally can be frustrating when navigating and becoming lost in it. Eurogamer's Vicky Blake highlighted the visuals and the masterful use of sound when creating the scares and the set pieces as memorable. The characters received generally positive reviews. TJ Hafer, writing for IGN, stated that the dog made the experience much more bearable and was useful for tracking down important items, but was critical of the dog's flimsy AI. Jason Faulkner of Game Revolution called Bullet's inclusion as underutilized with his most significant usage being directing the player towards enemies during combat. Alyssa McCante of Games Radar Plus pointed out that the character of Alice Lynch, commenting on the relationship between Alice and Bullet, and the clever use of mental problems, and called this narrative tool as excellent that keeps the game on edge. With that being said, this concludes episode 6 of the story of Blair Witch. Ratings and full reviews of each piece of media viewed within the series will be provided in the conclusion episode at the end. I hope you've all enjoyed this sixth episode and continue to listen along with the way for the full seven part series. Again, my name is Ebony, I am the host of the Film Spark podcast, and thank you for listening. You were just listening to the Film Spark podcast for all your film needs and more. Like what you heard? Give us a shot. Follow us on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods and more. Or follow the socials at film underscore spark underscore pod. You know what? Just follow us on everything. Check out the link tree. Linktr.ee forward slash film spark pod. Find us, follow us, give us a shout. We always want to hear from you. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.